The road we're on is paved in Garth. Come along on the journey. As we explore Garthology. Think of it more as a conversation. I like that. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. Hi everyone, it's Deb. And I'm Pete. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of Garthology. So for today, you just have Pete and I, Jess wasn't able to record. Today we are going to talk about Pete and I seeing Garth Brooks in both Las Vegas at his one-man show, twice, and his San Diego stadium tour. So Pete, let's start off with the first show in Las Vegas, Friday night. Yeah, well, I mean, this was uh, this was definitely a surprise. We knew that we were going to Vegas to see him Saturday, right? That's what we had our tickets for in Section 300, which, you know, in a small order, uh, auditorium or a venue like that, obviously, you know, would have been good tickets. So picked you up and then we headed into Vegas and played around down at Fremont. And then uh, you got to thinking, well, maybe we could go try to catch a glimpse of the big man himself. So let's head over to, you know, where where they were having the, the event at over there. Uh, park MGM. So that's where we went. We parked and we start walking through and we're looking for all the secret crevices and trying to figure out how they're going to get them from here to there, here to there, here to there. And then uh, we end up looking down. And before you know it, it's not that long before showtime. And we had decided, okay, there's enough of this. We got to get over to where that's at because, you know, it's almost that time. It's, it's not that long before showtime. So, so we headed over there. And uh, and started gambling, of course, and we saw where the entrances <laughs> were, because at that point, I mean, yeah, you just look around because we're just getting ourselves prepped for Saturday. Right. And uh, and we're there. We're, we're gambling, playing roulette. And lo and behold, in the believers page, I see that somebody posted they're starting to release more tickets for Friday night. And as quick as I could send the text, because I think I had ran to the restroom or we got split up. Your answer was where's the box office? And I thought, oh no. And I said, I'll come get you. And there it is. And then Aunt Deb does what Aunt Deb does. So you could take it from there. So there was, you know, not having tickets for Friday. It's very unusual that we're at a place where Garth Brooks is and he's about to do a show and we're not going to it. Like that never, I don't think in our time of being a Garth fan, that that's ever happened, that we've ever just let a show happen without us. Just for the record, I like how you started off with that, because I know exactly what you're going to say later. (laughs) And I think that the listeners will understand what you're trying to do here. (laughs) You're prepping yourself for defense. I get it. I get it. I'm trying to justify it. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. But yes, if we're somewhere where there's Garth, we go to every Garth show that he's having wherever we are at. Yes, exactly. And so there we were in front of the box office, a show that's about to start and we don't have tickets for it. By the way, before that even, we ran into Bubba and his wife, Kathy, and we saw them while we were gambling in that casino. They had come to check out the entrances too. And so Bubba, it was great to see you. We were super excited to finally see you in person. That was great. So after that, we are standing in front of the box office and I'm thinking there's no way that a Garth show can happen and we're not going to be in it. And so I 
take Pete and we walk up to the box office and I ask them if they have any tickets available for that night's show. And that woman says, we sure do. And she starts to pull them up and she's telling me where they are and she's telling me what the prices are, which by the way, was below what we had paid for our tickets for the next night for Saturday's show. And way, way better seats. Way, way way better seats. Yeah. And so we're looking at those. We couldn't decide. Uh, We were like freaking out, wondering if we really should do it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold on, hold on. I had decided (laughs) mentally that I didn't think this was a good idea only because of the investment (laughs) we had made for the weekend already. Right. And the the cost of the tickets for Saturday night. And I I was going back and forth. And the fact I had a buddy flying in that was going to the Saturday show. So I needed to make sure I was at the airport for him. So there was a lot of things in my mind where I I was on the fence, but I was leaning more towards the, I don't know that this is a good idea, but you know, Hey, let, let's, let's, let's back off and think about this, Auntie. And and then you go ahead. And so we did, we stepped away from the box office and I was, I started looking on Ticketmaster's actual site and I could find the exact same tickets that the box office was selling that were also on the Ticketmaster site. And so I kept looking at those and talking to Pete and he's texting with his friend trying to decide what should we really do. <laughs> and so I'm I'm watching Pete and I'm listening to him as he's texting his friend and and I I took care of business. <laughs> and then Pete says, I don't know, Auntie, I gotta think about this and I need to figure out a plan for my buddy in the airport. I said, Well, you better figure it out fast because I just bought the ticket. <laughs> But listen, <laughs> they were not just tickets. They were they were center stage, seventh row, sixth row tickets, however that worked out. Seventh center row. Stage, seventh row. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and they were aisle seats. Aisle so seats. we had the first two seats in the aisle of the center section. Yep. Row they seven. were amazing seats. Unbelievable. So our mind was made up. I texted my buddy and told him, if I'm not there, wait. Or you can Uber over to the uh, MGM. And we'll meet you there because uh, we're going to see Garth. Okay, we got we got the tickets. Now, we are not ready to go to a Garth concert. No, we've just driven in from California. I'm wearing <laughs> dicky travel shorts and a t-shirt with a jacket, right? I, all, but the good news is we hadn't went and checked into our, our hotels yet. Or, so the car was parked a 15-minute walk from where we were at. And then we thought, okay, we've got 45 minutes, I think, before the show starts. Yep. Let, let's go change and, and get ready. And you had, you know, a purse. You had to drop that off. Yep. So out the doors we go with these amazing tickets. My aunt's excited. I, I am really excited. But um, like, I, I just, I still wasn't sure what had happened. Like, I was like, I was beside myself. <laughs> and uh, we jammed back to the car. I'm getting changed in the car in the middle of the Las Vegas Strip. Just, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't call it the Strip for nothing, I guess. And... Uh, <laughs> So there it was. We um, we got dressed and we were back at the venue within, you know, 30 minutes or 40 minutes, whatever it was. And we had a little bit of time. I guess it was a little longer than that because when we sat down, there was 20 minutes to showtime. But right. But so we walk in and um, run into Bubba again, we run into <laughs> Bubba and Kathy again. Yep. And then the lady says, um, can we see your tickets? And, and, you know, whatever the guides to help you down to where the ushers to help you down to where your seats are at. And uh, so we showed. I want to say her name was Darlene or Darcy or something, something like that. They had said, hey, go over there and see our friend, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she like looked at our tickets and looked at us and like she was in disbelief, like, hey, you guys are this way. And we were like, well, yes, we are. <laughs> and um, 
I remember sitting there in disbelief about how close we were, but it was, it was just Garth's guitar. Yeah. And seeing that my anxiety went crazy. And uh, I literally, I was shaking. I was like, this is unbelievable. And uh, then they started having that countdown. So that, that got serious. We kept talking about he's going to be right there. Yeah. Right there. At some point during the show, he's going to walk over and be right in front of us. Right. And, you know, with the way that they did those floor seats there, you know, they were the metal fold-up type chairs, obviously a little better quality than that, but the rows were very tight. So even it being seventh row, it was a very, very close seventh row. I mean, right. you know, we talked about it. He stands up on the edge of the seat, uh, the stage and he'll sing songs. And we just knew that that was it. I mean, he would be right there. Right. Especially with you standing up and being right at the end seat in the aisle where the the stage kind of curved out. So yeah. when he stood at the end of that stage, he was literally facing you because yeah. you could just step out into the aisle and be right there. Right. I could kind of separate myself from the people in front of or around us or whatever that way. And um, yeah. and I made sure that I did multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, that was that was a very exciting 20, 25 minutes, whatever it was. And uh, I remember I kept trying to tell myself to keep my water through the show because I knew I would need it with the screaming and the yelling. And at one point before the show started, I had so much anxiety. I had so much cotton mouth that I looked down a bottle and it was halfway gone. I'm like, oh my gosh, you got to stop doing <laughs> drinking. But uh, and then here comes Garth. They announced Garth and he comes out and uh, it was a pretty interesting intro. Um, you know, he said, listen, this is, uh, you got to give me a couple minutes to warm up and see how this goes and how it sounds with people in. Cause there was no sound check, so on and so forth. And then I thought it was great. He ran over to the corner and, you know, he's in a sweater and jeans and a ball cap. Right. And he says, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, to, in my eyes, the greatest entertainer or whatever it was that he said, <laughs> Garth Brooks. And then we all went crazy, but, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. I thought how that there was a, you know, two openings that there was an opening act of Garth doing covers. And then there was Garth Brooks. Right. And he did that where he's, you know, wait, just just give me a minute. And he's like, he starts playing a song and he says, now we haven't started yet. The show hasn't started yet. And he did that. He probably played three or four or five songs saying that and then yeah. said, OK, now the show's going to start. Show this now, yeah. OK, <laughs> now you guys could start to get loud and cheery. Go, hold on a second, guys. Let me just let me just get this tuned in. It was funny. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So the show overall was fantastic. I mean, obviously. We're seventh row center from Garth. Anything he does, he could sit up there on a stool and read the phone book. And I'd say it was the best show I ever saw in my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> it just was. It really was. Like you said, and you know, it was it was a bunch of the covers. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if a lot of the listeners had uh, you know, ever watched the the win uh DVD, um, it wasn't that exact show, but there was a little bit of influence, I believe, from that. Yeah. Um, so it was cool to to hear Garth do those covers because I never got to see the win. That was one show I didn't get to see in live. Obviously, I've seen it on DVD. And then and then, you know, he brought the the Garth Brooks music into it. And he told a story about the the music and, you know, how it came along in his career and, you know, the songs and how they were influenced. And I just thought it was a spectacular show. And there were multiple times being that close where you know, you make eye contact with him or you think that you're making eye contact with him, but are you really making eye contact with him? Cause you're that close and you know, you, you're looking in his direction, obviously, and, and he's looking in yours. Um, and I know that you and I mentioned it a couple of times, you think he was looking at us so on and so forth. And 
that I thought that the the Park MGM that that Dolby Live sounded fantastic. Yes, it did. There was no muffling. Um, the guitar sounded good. It was perfect. Yeah, it picked up the difference. You know, we talked about on the podcast the gravel in his voice when when he needs to use that. Um, you know, he did a, a little bit of R and B and some soul. I just thought that it was so good. The the the, the fans were amazing, except for. One was hilarious, uh, and then the other one, <laughs> the other one during housekeeping. Oh my gosh! But the the show was great. Yeah, it really was. And he was on that night. Like his voice was perfection. His guitar playing was so good. Like he was not. It wasn't. He wasn't rusty or you know out of it at all. Like he was there and he was in the moment, and the audience was right there with him. And the place was so. Intimate. Intimate. It was just perfect. Like I had seen the show, the wind show, three times live, and this was better. It felt smaller. It felt closer to him. Um, it just was, it was just a great show. It's got to be right up there in one of my top Garth shows for sure. It's crazy the amount of times that we've seen Garth on a comeback show, right? When he was in retirement. We got to see the firefighter fundraiser that he did in L.A. He hadn't performed for the longest time when he came there. And I remember that first show when he started that. You could tell the band was off a little bit. Garth was himself was off a little bit and the music and the words and the lyrics. You know, you, you think about the, the amount of uh, songs and lyrics you got to remember. Of course, you're expected to, to forget some of them. We saw him at Allegiant coming back from COVID. The first round of COVID. The first round of COVID, yep. And there was a couple songs and times there where you could see that there was a mistake and, you know, he got off track. Then we got to see the this this Vegas one-man show and the return to the stadium we'll get into. But uh, you're right. He was perfect in Vegas. Everything yeah. about it was perfect. Yeah. And I would say that that was true for Friday night and Saturday night. Yes. Because yes. so then that leads us into Saturday. Saturday... You know, I know Garth has talked about he thinks that the further back seats are better because you get the whole show. And I can kind of understand that, especially when you're talking about a stadium show, because then you've got the entire band and the whole production of it. Whereas with this one man show, with it just being him, I again say that front section is the best section to be in because you're right there with him. And so Saturday night, our seats were in the 300 section, which for this place, not bad at all. There's not a bad seat in the yeah. house in this place because it's small enough. Like I said, it's intimate enough where even back there, you're still right there in it. But I still say when it's just Garth and his guitar, I want to be as close to him as I can get. Yeah, I, I could tell you Friday night when we were that close and uh, I knew what he was saying was leading up to the dance. I made sure that I knew that that's what it was going to be. And, you know, I stood up. And I really, you know, I, I tip my cap to him because that's my favorite Garth song. And I made sure that he knew that I appreciated that song. I appreciated him. And as good as that was, obviously, on Saturday, there was no way you could do something like that. So you, it's that tit for tat type thing, right? You know, it's that teeter-totter. Mm-hmm. You, what you give up with the intimacy or the, being so close to be able to communicate with him in a different way compared to where we were on Saturday. And in order to communicate something like that, you'd have to have a sign, right? Because he's not going to see you. But but that, like you said, they 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 shut a bunch of that uh, that that place down, and they they brought everybody in real nice and tight. It, it it was a really good venue there. Saturday was good too. Yeah, it was, and I know we mentioned it in the previous podcast. Jess mentioned 
that when you're in the further back, you can see how all the audience reacts to him. And so in that way, we got that from Saturday night's show. We got to see everybody and how all of the audience members reacted to him. Whereas on Friday night, I had no clue what was going on behind us because I was too much into what was going on in front of me. Absolutely. So yeah, I can understand that. I still... I still, my favorite will always be closer, but I can appreciate the further back for what you get as a whole, seeing Correct. the entire, the way that everybody else is reacting to him too. Yeah. Cause like on Friday, right. We're up close and we're seeing how he's talking to the people that he's in, like he's talking to, um, right. you know, when they're requesting songs and telling stories and so on and so forth, where, you know, we had no idea what the people behind us were seeing. But on mm-hmm. Saturday, we were able to see that same thing, but from a different aspect. And it is, it, it's a, it's the same show with a much larger, um, it, it's almost like being outside the fishbowl, I guess you could say. Right. And uh, you do, you see a lot of different stuff from up there. So it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, it was good. So overall, I will say I liked Friday better, but that was because of the proximity to Garth. Sure. The shows themselves, he was great in both of them. His singing, his playing, everything was great in both of them. But the proximity to him made me like Friday night's show better than Saturday's. Yeah. And the cool thing between the two of them is they were a lot of similarity, but a little bit of difference. So it wasn't like we were watching the same exact show on Friday and Saturdays. And it sounded just as great in the 300s. And the 300s, what a lot of people think, I would think that those were the 200s, but they called them the 300s and it was a great show. So if he does do a residency there and you can get out there to see him in that venue, I highly, highly recommend it. I can't wait for us to go back if if he ends up doing that. Yeah, absolutely. We will definitely see that show again. And just for those of you that may be interested, I have the set list from both Friday night and Saturday night shows, and I will put those up on our website. So if you want to see what songs he played, because they were a little bit different, I will have those set lists on our website when this episode goes up. So be sure and check that out. All right. So now let's talk about his return to the stadium shows, his second COVID return. Yep. And that was the show March the 5th in San Diego. So that, <laughs> that was my 30th show and Pete's 25th. So we had tickets. We I bought them the day that... You guys are never going to believe this story. <laughs> You're never going to believe it. I know it's going to be shocking. So... I bought those tickets the day they went on sale. Now, unfortunately, because like everybody else, I'm in the Ticketmaster line online and I'm told there are 2,000 plus people ahead of me. So 45 minutes after the tickets went on sale, when I finally got out of the queue and into purchasing tickets, there were no two tickets available together. So I had to buy single seats in order to be on the floor. Now, I could have bought us two seats together, but we would have been up in the 300s. And having seen the stadium show from the 300s already, I didn't want to see it from the 300s again. So I bought two single seats on the floor in the same section, but one was in the fourth row of a side section. The other was in the 10th row of that same side section. And so I kept thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And as we got closer and closer to the show, I had kept checking for different seats. And and <laughs> and so I show up to Aunt Deb's house thinking that, you know what, we're going to be able to go to San Diego. We're going to see him at Petco. And uh, 
you know, we'll have to find a way to meet one another once we get to our seats and the show starts because we were in the same section, but six rows, you know, separate from one another, regardless of the fact we were going to find a way to have a good time. So, you know, hey, whatever. There you go. We get in the car and uh, my aunt Deb asked me, she's making signs and she's like, hey, what do you think about these signs? And, I, you know, she's putting a lot of work into it. And I don't want to break her heart. And I'm thinking to myself where we're sitting at. There's no way you're going to be able to see this sign very clearly because they were smaller. And, you know, they put limitations on the size of the size of uh, the signs that you could bring in. So I love the signs. I love what they said. They worked perfect. But I didn't know where our seats were at originally, if Garth would be able to see them. So we get done doing the signs. We hop in the car. Before we get out of the neighborhood, before we get out of the housing track, she says to me, um, I got to tell you something. I said, yeah, what's that? And she goes, we're not sitting in those seats anymore. I said, oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> we're, we're not sitting in those seats anymore. She says, okay, but here's the deal. The seats that we are sitting in, you can't find a seating chart with a number on it. So they're either going to be freaking amazing or they're just going to be amazing. And I thought, okay, I'll wait till we get there. And, you know, and then of course, no, now I can't, right? We got to start pulling up seating charts for her to show me, but we didn't know what side of this of the row they were going to start one and 10 on. But anyway, so she did it again, guys. She did it again. <laughs> and I love her to death for it because uh, now the whole time down to San Diego, I'm just thinking to myself, here we go again. Like, here we, <laughs> here go, we again. go again. Here we go again. <laughs> so, yeah. So she illegally drove in the fast track lane there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, after a bunch of hours in traffic, we got we got to downtown San Diego and gas lamp and went over and had some amazing food and walked over to the stadium. Yeah, and that was cool to be able to have some good barbecue and yeah. then walk over there. That was awesome. That whole area down there, in case you guys haven't been to San Diego, their gas lamp district and all that is it's super cool down there. I like their downtown a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you could do there. A lot of different styles mm -hmm. of food. You know, you're not just stuck to one certain type. But that was cool, you know, to to have the food and the beer and walked over the stadium and it was pretty chilly. Um, you know, it was yeah. pretty cold. It was real cool. Yeah, which is, I mean, San Diego can get cold. And so that was to be expected. I mean, there it was March and, you know, so I can get that. The, the breeze coming off the water there can get pretty cold. But what I didn't expect was the rain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Could have done without that. <laughs> that would have been, uh, but at the same time, like I'm kind of glad that we got to experience. But we get to the stadium, we we walk in, we get checked in, and then we were like, okay, so we're on the floor. We go to this lady, and she goes, no, 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 you uh, you got to go back and get these wristbands. And we're like, shit, wristbands, that's pretty new. <laughs> so we go back get our wristbands. They escorted us down, and uh, and the seats were freaking amazing. They were like, they were right next to the guitar room right next to where Big John was at, like the stage was right there again. And again, his 360, you know, oval shaped stage, that one point came so close to us, like right there, right. which was awesome. So we found our seats and then we decided that we were going to walk around and meet up with people. And uh, we were lucky enough to, to run into Bubba and, and Kathy again. And we had some good conversation with them and uh, they had some friends that were there. Yeah, we got to meet Amy and Jim. Jim and I sat and chatted for a long time. Jim's a hardcore fan, been to a ton of concerts. That was fantastic to hear his stories. He has great, great stories. Yeah, it's like you almost didn't want to stop talking because there's so many cool stories and uh, really super sweet people. Yeah, yeah, very much so. That was a good time. That was, I really enjoyed the almost 
tailgating atmosphere of being yep. down there on the floor long enough to spend time with people. Yeah, it was neat. I even ran into a coworker there yep. who I knew was going to be there. And it turns out our sections were really close to each other. Yeah. So even we got to hang out for a little bit and talk about Garth. Yeah, it was super neat. And the fact that we got to walk around, you know, like once you're down there, they really didn't, you can't go here, you can't go there. I mean, we were able to take a 360 yeah. degree view of the whole uh, uh, stage, which was really neat. And um, yeah. and then it was, uh, you know, hey, Alexa, play Garth music. Well, not yet. So we met Big John. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, we mentioned on a recent episode, I talked about Garth's videographer, Trevor George. Yeah. We were walking back from one of the sections and I looked up and I said, well, that's Trevor. And we stopped and had the longest conversation with yes. Trevor. Super cool guy. Really, really nice. We chatted with him for a while. What a yeah. great guy. Yeah, he was really cool, really friendly. And we had mentioned to him that, you know, we had talked about him in one of the um, podcast episodes and it was neat. You know, we we sent him a message and he follows us now on uh, Garthology Cast, which was really cool. And uh, what a really neat, cool guy. Yeah, really cool. Super, super friendly, which was great. And so was Big John. Yeah. Big John's just yeah. a teddy bear. What a great guy. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Yes. Those were some great moments. That was that was really, really fun. And then we had the Alexa countdown. Yeah. I love that countdown. That is so super cool. Would you like me to turn it up? Everybody's like, yes! It was <laughs> That's awesome. amazing. And it was... I will say, like Pete mentioned earlier, you know, we've seen a lot of his return shows. And again, that's what this was. He had done those, you know, the Vegas one man shows. He had done a couple of things in Nashville, but he hadn't done a stadium show since he had to cancel some because of COVID. And so this was his return again to the stadium show. And I will say there were some issues in this one. And I don't think it wasn't, it wasn't anything that anybody had any control over. The thing that seemed to have the biggest problems was the video screens kept going off, right. which seemed like a stadium issue because it wasn't just the video screens on his stage. It was the video screens all around the entire stadium Correct. kept going off. Oh, they kept yeah. going dark and there would just be nothing. And so I kept noticing that there were a couple, uh, there weren't any sound issues that I noticed. No, the sound all sounded great. There were a couple times that the show didn't seem to be smooth. Like they just ran into a couple of kind of like, what are we doing next? Almost things. Um, but that was it. It was just, again, you could tell it was a return to the stadium shows. It was just, oh, we've got to get back into the groove of things again. It was reintroducing the band to what Garth had had some practice doing. Garth sounded great, all that, didn't forget any lyrics, but you're right, it was the band coming back into things, and so they were kind of scurry, and I thought, that's what I noticed. Well, and I think for me, the biggest, so the biggest thing that I noticed about, you could tell it was kind of awkward, was Trisha didn't come out, which it's probably, Trisha even came out at the Garth One Man shows, both of them. This was definitely the first Garth show I had seen in years that Trisha didn't come out. Right. I I don't know what the reason was. We know she was in San Diego because she had posted pictures from San Diego while she was there. So we we never did hear why she didn't perform, but she didn't, and that's fine. I just really missed her because I right. really enjoy her being there at his shows and performing. And so that 
made it seem off balance a little. Like suddenly we went into, we missed a whole section of his show. Right. Because she usually comes out and they do two or three duets and then she does a couple of songs. And and so that whole section was missing. So I think that for me was kind of a thing that made me feel like stuttery because it was like, well, now we should be doing this and we're not. Right. So there was that. And then also the way that the show ended because it just kind of abruptly came to an end. Normally he does housekeeping and then the last song he does is standing outside the fire. And in that he goes around to all of the different sections of the stadium and, you know, says his goodbye to people and waves, but he does it for a while. And then Garth along with the band all go take their bows together. And I don't know what happened, but Garth ended standing outside the fire and just thanked us all for coming and left. Right. He was off the stage. That was it. Yeah. He was just gone. And to the point where, again, and this could just be because Pete and I have gone to so many shows. Anybody who, if this was their first Garth concert, they wouldn't have known any different. But we were kind of going, hey, wait, what? What? Like, what is everything okay? Trisha didn't come out and right. Garth's gone without a bow. It just didn't seem like things were okay. Yeah, for us, it was just because we've been to so many. Correct. One cool thing real quick, I didn't want to skip over. So we had the signs that you made that were perfect because we were not that far from it. And one of them said, (laughs) uh, hey, Garth, remember us? It's Pete and Deb from Garthology. And so we're standing there and he's singing uh, Fishing in the Dark by the uh, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band or whatever. Yes. And so he, he comes over and you could see him looking our way, right? And I got the sign up. And he's like kind of squinting or whatever, you know, because now it's raining, by the way. it's it, Now it starts oh, raining right. and the wind's blowing. It's getting cold. <laughs> it was so cold. It was so cold. And uh, so so he's looking at the sign and then he reads it and then he just, hey, and he waved his hands kind of like, at it, like, hey, guy, you know, like saying hello to us, which I thought was really cool. But yeah, getting back to the flow of the show, it just seemed like the show was there and Garth was doing his thing and, you know, whatever. It was great. I mean, it was, the sound was amazing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes when he wasn't on our side of the stage, you look up at the monitor so you could see him. And that was the one thing I think that I noticed the most is sometimes those monitors would be out, but all of a sudden it was the dance. And I'm like, holy moly, like the dance already. There's been no Trisha. Right. This seems to be so quick because it didn't of course start on time. And now I'm thinking to myself, it was, you know, nine o'clock or whatever it was. And uh, no Trisha in the dance. And I'm like, why? Why is this going so quick? And so he sings the dance and he says what he said. And, you know, I, I love that. That's my favorite part of it. I, it's I don't like it's my favorite part of the show because I know it's coming to an end. But I love when he has mm-hmm. to say what he has to say. And he, he's always been very respectful to San Diego and the people and obviously his fans, which was great. And he came back up. And like you said, he started doing housekeeping. Now, one thing I will say, housekeeping seemed to go a little bit longer for the San Diego show than I remember going on some of the other shows. And I don't know if that was, you know, to extend, if that's what they were, you know, maybe there was weather that was coming in that we didn't see that they saw offshore. Like I keep trying to think about like, why was there no Trish? Why did it end up so quick? Did they see something that we didn't see? Right. We're watching a concert, not the weather app. Right. And it was raining pretty hard. And so that could be why she didn't come out because So it was interesting for both Pete and I, it was the first time seeing Garth outdoors. And then to have that on top of rain, to stand there in the rain and not even care that you're getting wet because Garth is standing there in the rain with you getting wet too. Right. And then when he sings Fever, he's throwing water all over the other people around (laughs) the front of the stage. So that was, you know, 
suckers. That's why we sat where we did. We didn't want to get water thrown on it, but it was cool. But then the funniest thing, gosh, darn it. The funniest thing. I can't stop thinking about it. It's like the highlight of the concert. So the rain's coming down and then the rain would stop and it would puddle up on top of the stage and the stage would have the big, um, like, uh, banners or whatever they are, whatever the plastic stuff is they put up there, I guess. And at one point I'm watching Garth over by us and he turns and he starts walking along the back of the stage and he's playing and he's talking to the people in the stands. The wind picks up and it blows all that collected water right off of it and just douses Garth and all of the fans right there. <laughs> Garth, I'm laughing because I saw it happen. Garth starts laughing. He's looking up and there's just water pouring down on him. And then I couldn't stop watching it happen. It seemed like every time you went to a different section of the stage after a few minutes, it would do it again because it continued. <laughs> it would rain a little, then stop. It was, it was so good. And we may have just hit on why Trisha wasn't there. I never thought about it at the time, yeah. but she may have looked out there and said, I'm not going yeah, out no, there. Keep going, buddy. Keep going. <laughs> Throw right the dance. Now. I'm done. Yeah. Wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. We're out of here. Because it's different for men than it is for women. Matter of fact, Pete kept taking his hat off and giving it to me. Because yeah. for us women, our hair and our makeup gets a lot more affected by the rain than you guys with your no hair and right. no makeup, just yeah. water splashing all over you. Just water. No big deal. <laughs> so but, yeah. that may be why Trisha wasn't there. She may have been the smartest out of, out of all of us. <laughs> but for whatever reason, Trisha, we missed you. We would have loved to yes, see you, but we uh, did. you know, well, we'll get you next time. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. For any of you Garthologists out there that were at either of these shows, either the Garth one man show in Las Vegas or the return to the stadium shows in San Diego. Be sure and hit us up and let us know what you thought of them. And we would love to hear from you. Yeah, that would be great. It'd be a lot of fun to um, compare stories when we had the time. And also, if you guys are on Instagram, there uh, is a page. It's called Party Darlings. And she has got a fantastic story about her road or her map line to meeting Garth. And it actually worked out really well for her at the uh, one man show in Las Vegas. It's under her highlights uh, under Garth. And if you guys get a chance to go over there and take a look at it, I uh, suggest that you do because it's a really, really good story that she's put in her highlights. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I've been messaging back and forth with her. I just want to say congratulations. And we appreciate the support and the kind words that you said about us on the, on the uh, podcast. That was really neat this week. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks so much. That's awesome. Have you checked out our website at Garthology.com yet? If not, stop by today and check out our past episodes and bonus content. And remember to subscribe to our podcast on your podcast platform of choice. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, it's been a long time since our last review. So if you get the chance, please stop by and hit that five-star button if you like what you hear, and that will encourage others to listen. Finally, be sure and share us with everyone you know. That way you can help your friends in low places become Garthologists too. Yeah, and speaking of friends in low places, uh, back to the social medias. If you guys are on social media and you want to interact with us and check out, see what we got going on at Facebook, we are at www.facebook.com backslash GarthologyCast. And if you're on Instagram and Twitter, all of that stuff is updated with the same info. Um, we are at Garthology Cast there. We do appreciate the direct messages. Um, we love interacting with you guys, the stories in the comments, the shares, the tweets and the retweets. So 
if you guys can continue to support us that way, it would mean the world to us. We do appreciate your guys' time and want to say thank you. Jess, we're thinking about you. We're sending you our love and give Bo a hug from us. Yeah, tell Mr. Bo Man Uncle Peter says hello. This has been Season 3, Episode 7 of Garthology. And I'm Deb. And I'm Pete. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Here we go again. Here we go again.